Welcome to Bonehead Weekly. This week, James is a ne'er do well. Ne'er do well. Ne'er do well. I like the term ne'er do well. I do too. I do. It's one of the rare terms that has that, you know, high fat. I have furniture other things going on. I don't know. Now, is that name brand? That looks generic. I'm not calling oh, you out. Buddy, buddy, buddy. That's from the dollar store. Oh, I guess whatever gets you high. By the way, Joe Smith's furniture polish. <laughs> I think I knew that. No, so I was just thinking, gentlemen, to kick this show <laughs> off. You gummies out of the way. Oh, no, I'm just I'm just moving Mr. Stay Puff there so he can be in front of Ed 209. Yeah, Joe, move well, your multivitamin. These are my <laughs> multivitamins. These are oh. just for multivitamin use. Never, ever would I take one of these to help me sleep. Um, it on. The, uh, no, so, I, gentlemen, I was thinking, that we, we occasionally, we talk about film quite a bit. Occasionally, we talk about uh, books and stuff like that. But And we occasionally talk about music. And I was thinking, you know what, a, a subgenre, perhaps a sub-subgenre, is across multiple genres. Country music has them, rock, pop, etc. Mm-hmm. Is ne'er-do-wells in music. Ne'er-do-wells being broadly defined as people that are viewed as lesser than by other members of society. But in songs... Does that make they, me a ne'er-do-well? I was going to call it makes James out. a ne'er-do-well. I, Hold on, I you are James. Which one's Chad? It doesn't matter. Nobody nobody cares. When did we get to my colonoscopy in eight pop? <laughs> chocolatey <laughs> chocolatey favorite polyps that's an old joke uh that's a old, classic from our vault that nobody else knows um but i was thinking the <laughs> music does have the 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 and normally they're respected by the singer but they're viewed negatively by the general population around the singer in the story of the song right and, and and so I was thinking there's quite a few of these and I jotted down some of my favorites because I was like, you know, it is almost a subgenre of musical ne'er-do-wells, but often once you hear it from the singer's point of view, the songwriter's point of view, I guess, they're I wouldn't consider them ne'er-do-wells. They're just people living their life and it sometimes goes against societal expectations or or what have you so i thought you know that's a topic we could we could at least start with and talk about because i like i said i don't want to i don't want to monopolize it but the one that i emailed you all to kick this off with is uh curtis lowe which is one of my favorite if not my favorite leonard skinner songs the right and so curtis lowe and and so joe what is that song about? Who is Curtis Lowe? Curtis Lowe was a picker. He was, a, he was, uh, d- this takes place during, I would imagine, sharecropping 30s South. He was, and he liked to drink wine, and he's a poor black man. And he is an exceptional musician, but he's a drunk. And if you give him some money or buy him a bottle of wine, he'll pick for you. The Ballad of Curtis Lowe. Yeah, he plays a, a what's his instrument? A dumb a dobro, dobro. Yeah, dobro. It's yeah. a dobro. He plays a dobro. A dobro. Yeah, that is really. <laughs> one, I, I'm not being as sorry because no. everybody thinks I like a lot of heavy stuff, and that's true. But as far as some slow or maybe it's not really. It's, it's a kind story of like a ballad. Song. It's a story song, you know, like um, Reuben James. Reuben James is another one that came you know, to mind. By Kenny Loggins. Reuben James by Kenny Loggins would have been hilarious. <laughs> Sorry. I went through the Reuben James. 
anyway, back to the Reuben James. <laughs> but so so actually Reuben James is another one, right? He's kind yeah. of a ne'er-do-well. But uh, but back to Curtis Lowe. Uh he's a young this is a young white kid who is literally stealing well getting money or however he's getting it doesn't he's getting he takes pop bottles in whatever it takes to get that money so he can get wine so curtis was a black man with light curly hair if he had a drink of wine he did not have a care he used to play an old dobro used to play it across his knee oh my god i give my money to curtis and he play all day for me did i get it right yeah i'm not looking close enough close enough I saw, I mean, that's what I remember. So you got it. No, the, the kid loves listening to him. And I don't know. This is an interesting topic for me, kind of, because I do you all have anybody like that who was a ne'er do well when you were younger that you liked? I had a couple. My dad tended to keep ne'er do wells around him, not necessarily drunks, but people who weren't overly successful. Yeah, well, and I think that's it, though, right? You see these people because they were they didn't have a job. I'm not being mean, but most of them it's didn't have a job. job. No. And I think every small community had a couple of these. I could name names, and if you were from where I'm from, you would know them. Oh, who is the guy that went to all the fish fries? Chester, Chester Christie. It, oh. was, it wasn't just fish fries, dude. If If there was free food to be had. You knew it didn't matter if it was a if it was a spaghetti supper at a church. It didn't matter the religion. It didn't matter if you were if you grew up where I did. And you were, I knew it was Chester. I couldn't remember the last name. If you and by the way, I, I don't I don't know if he's still alive. I don't know anything. So if somebody sees this and can give me an update on Chester Christie, I won't know anything. But still, it doesn't matter. But no, there was two, and then uh, Chester Christie was one, and there was another one, and this. Uh, this gentleman, and he was nothing but nice to my family. My Actually, my family historically knew his family historically. Mm-hmm. But they called him Heidi Bill. And they called him Heidi Bill because every time you saw him, he'd just wave. <laughs> he, he had some mental issues. But yeah. but was, I mean, nice to everybody. He, he mm-hmm. begged for money all the time. But it was just like everybody knew him because everybody knew his family. Yeah. And so, yeah, no. It, so if you grew up in a certain area... And I would admit, maybe if you grew up in any area, you got to know certain ones. Small town, small town, yeah. or small corners in cities, probably blocks in cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the two growing up that I always heard about, and I would see, were Chester Christie. Because again, man, there was nothing better than back in the day in 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 rural Kentucky, y'all. Uh, they had uh, a, a number one way to do a political campaign was to have a fish fry. Mm-hmm. And I never knew somebody that was all for every single party was. I love you know, Megadeth. <laughs> was going to be. That's an inside uh, joke for, for for Chad. And by the way, if you're if you, not to interrupt, but Chad's name, if you're listening to us on the Zoom, is James is going bald. It, it's not. It's not. It's here, folks. It's just I'm I'm unkempt. I'm not doing well. Thanks for I calling really, me. Out. I think this new toupee I've got. Is oh, really sticking. I was gonna get a hair piece, but it was too much to pay. Ah, the classic. Uh, anyway, but no. So I think so. I think that's another reason these songs come to mind, though, because if if we we grew up in Kentucky, all three of us in different parts of Kentucky, but these were people like we didn't have a Reuben James. Reuben but, James. Chad, uh, do you just nod yes or no? Do you know any of these songs? 
Ruben James is by the gambler. I knew. I thought you might know Curtis Lowe, but you don't know Ruben James. I am not. No, I don't know who Ruben James is, and I am admittedly not a huge fan of Leonard Skinner. So I don't know uh, their whole. I don't know. Simple Man, Chad. I like Simple Man. That's Chad. That's it. That's not even their best song. (laughs) It's the ballad of Curtis Lowe. (laughs) Ruben. Ruben James was cussed all over Madison County. He was a no-account, sharecropping, colored man who would steal anything he can. That's and everybody song, laid That's everybody summer. laid the blame on, on Ruben, Ruben James. James. Ruben James. James. Who um, sung this song? Kenny Rogers, Rogers, the gambler. In between the oh. chicken frying. Oh. Yeah. In between uh, the gambler betwixt, and... Uh, betwixt gamblings? The six and, packs and the chicken frying he fit and in. A, and, a, and a planet. Don't known forget as the facelift. That's a deep cut. Planet known as Texas got a music video, but nobody remembers that one anymore. I don't remember that one. You're right. It, look up the music video it's about aliens that are from planet known as Texas that come to America. Hmm. Uh, but Reuben James is another one, which is funny because he's a narrative well, but what does he teach the narrator, which Kenny Rogers sings it, but yeah. he, he teaches in religion on his hand, even mm-hmm. though he's the ne'er do well that everybody blames. Reuben James. Reuben James. Um, so yeah, yeah. And Reuben James still walks the furrowed lands in my mind. Mm-hmm. He he is a ne'er do well that had such a big impact, taught this kid about religion, but everybody else hated him. Yeah. It's along the same stereotype as, as I guess, in, in literature, the concept of the stereotype or the, uh, not stereotype, the uh, trope of mm-hmm. like the whore with the heart of gold. These, these now, what do you, do you say whore? Yeah. He totally did. Whore. Hmm. And they the have a heart of gold. of gold, you see, you say. Yeah. Meanwhile. Well, how come they charge me? me? Well, that's, you didn't go to one with the heart of gold. Well, well, who did I go no, to? I don't cash, know. If they cashed in the heart, they would die. That's true. And what you need to do is, is there's an entire song by Neil Young about how he's trying to find him. Not the to mention the health he's not searching for that heart of gold. Not to mention the health complications of having a heart of gold, which it would be expensive, which is probably why they went into that line of work. Oh, you can afford it. All right. So. No, Joe. You're, so you got Reuben James. You've got Curtis Lowe. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites, and he's a ne'er do well. But the song eventually, you find out it's from his point of view. Uh, it was originally it was performed by the Monkees. Is a version that people know if they know the song at all. But it was originally performed in the same year before the Monkees did it. Shortly before the Monkees version came out, the Coasters released a version of it that nobody knows, and that's D.W. Washburn. Okay, I've heard it before. D.W. Washburn. I can't sing the song. I think it's a fascinating ne'er-do-well song because it's basically the conversation between him, and it ends from his point of view, between him and this religious charity lady that's mm-hmm. trying to get him to stop being homeless. And and there's a line in it that I always think about where, you know, it's D.W. Washburn, we picked you to save. And he doesn't want to be saved. It ends with the lyric, you know, I got a bottle of wine, I'm doing fine, and I believe I've got it made. He's mm-hmm. not cold. He's not. So they're offering him stuff like a, a hot bowl of soup is waiting, a hot bowl of soup and a shave. He's like, why would I want that? I don't right. want soup. I don't want a shave. 
I'm happy where I am. Leave me alone with my wine. Hmm. And I think there's something to that in some ways because he's just doing what he wants to do. And if he's not hurting anybody, is he really a ne'er-do-well? Well, or is he just living his life? So breaking it down for people, and the reason why we're probably obsessed with these ne'er-do-wells is probably the same reason why we're obsessed with Hell's Angels, why we're obsessed with characters like, and I, I love, love, I started because I, I, I'm not joking, I had to have a colonoscopy, not that anybody cares about this, but when I came back from it, I had taken the day, and I, I, I've just been binging because my kid wasn't here, Reacher, and I love Reacher, and the reason why I like Reacher, probably the same reason, there, Reacher walks around, doesn't have anything going on, and just gets into mischief. We have talked about these kinds of folks for years. If it's not Kane from Kung Fu, it's Reacher, it's all, right. Snake Plissken Snake can Plissken. be a ne'er do well. No, Snake Plissken is one of the ultimate ne'er do wells because Snake don't give a fuck about anybody, and it's true freedom. Yeah, it's freedom not only of being able to make your own choices, but it's freedom from. For a good example, look around me. Possessions. Yeah. Now I enjoy my possessions they make like for example if you ever watch the show if you're listening to us and you want to check out youtube the kool-aid man above me gives me joy the m&ms give me joy behind me and around me these things give me joy however i do know that they are still an albatross yeah yeah i don't know what you pay for an m&m polish but i would imagine it's not nothing hmm well, it's about the same as uh, Tuscaloosa dumpling. <laughs> oh, but now, and once again, she as... did not have a heart. He did not have a heart call. <laughs> Tuscaloosa dumpling. Now that starts with your Memphis mouthwash. Memphis anyway, mouthwash. So D.W. Washburn, another one I thought about, and I absolutely love, and I think I love it because I love the performer. You know who else is a ne'er do well that mm. I love that's in music? Who? Well, Joe, he can eat up his weight in grocery, and he's going to kill all them alligators. Oh, but he only God. got one hand. Only got just the because one Because an alligator done bit the other one off because his daddy used to use him for alligator bait. You know who it is, Chad. He named him after a man of the cloth. He named him Amos it's Moses. Moses. Jerry Reed, Chad, Chad music. Chad, that, Chad, Chad. Did they quit bonehead and just decide to just go up? And when James, James said that this was going to be the topic of the episode, I literally dropped because I was like, I, I am not an avid music listener. I have songs that I love. I have, I, you know, I, I have songs that make Scott. me happy. If it ain't no. Gregorian chant, no. Chad doesn't show up. If it ain't throat singing, he loves that throat singing. I do enjoy ska. I don't know why people hate on it, but is it my favorite genre? Not by by well, by. It's right well, up there with know, Inya for you. I mean, you're there but, making your but, damn to spinach omelet. You know, actually, to... ska ska has some there do wells in it, right? Oh yeah. I mean, because uh, why am I blanking? The the mighty mighty Ballstones were considered oh. ska, and they have the Rascal King. Well, ska is jazz for stoners. Because the Rascal King, is he the one behind the bars or the one in front of them? Think about it for a half a second. Get back to me. I'm going to have this delicious old-fashioned rock candy <laughs> following along. You, are you, I, I the bag is empty. That. There's only Yeah, I was over there last uh, week. I was over there this past week. I, there was nothing in it but but little bitty slivers. So I, I tried a little bitty sliver, and I got the licorice kind, you fucker. 
Well, if you'd have got here earlier or maybe brought a bag of old-fashioned hard candy, we wouldn't have had this problem. But no, you were too busy listening to the stoner jazz. Build yourself a time machine. I went. They did not have it, even though I almost bought you a tub of uh, candy, cotton candy cheese puffs just to make you go wince. I mean, no, what the hell did you bring this for? Chad, build your time machine and go back to the five and dime, Billy Dean. That's <laughs> a, that's a that's an illusion. Um, all right, another one. Maybe Chad's heard of this one. I would hope. I've got one myself. Oh, go ahead, fire away. Far. Uh, you got to go minute work down uh down under. That's about a near to well. Yeah, mm, I guess yeah. it is. I never thought about it. They did make him a Vegemite sandwich. Yeah, I met a strange lady. She made me nervous. She took me in and gave me breakfast. And she said, of course. Then then he goes buying bread from a man in Brussels. He was six foot four and full of muscle. And that that one, he just said, and that's where he got his Vegemite sandwich. And he says, lying in a den in Bombay with a slack jaw and not much to say. And I said to the man, are you trying to tempt me? Because I come from the land of plenty. I mean, it's about a traveler who's really not up on his Just coasting through. Just coasting through. Yeah, once again, we why do we love stories, whether they be songs, whether they be TV shows, whether they be books, about these people who, I it has to be the freedom. It, I want to yeah. start quoting Easy Rider, and Jack Nicholson's whole line is not that they hate you because of your long hair. They hate you because of what you represent. They hate you because you represent true freedom. Of course, that's the whole point of Easy Rider is they don't. They're actually just trying to make the big score, and then it ends up getting them yeah. killed. Which, by the way, Jack Nicholson has a similar line, not as a similarly delivered line in as good as it gets that I love. Some people Which have by, happy stories. And by the way, depending on the part of the country, that movie has a happy ending. Oh, oh. no, too people, soon, too soon. Dennis Hopper, rest in peace. Rest um, in peace. Peter Fonda, or yeah, Peter Fonda, rest in peace. Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson died. No. Oh, don't say that. That's that would. I mean, well, I know he's, he's not. Retired. He's not working, so he might as well have. No, no. He. I need him to be out there, doing whatever he does, going to the basketball games. Um, with Diane Cannon. Oh wait, no. Man, Jesus, is it nineteen? Is it nineteen ninety five again, Jack? <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, there. Uh, th- th- by the way, most of these ne'er do wells are men, but there's a couple songs about ne'er do wells that that do focus on women. But most of the time, it's a man telling a woman that she's doing wrong, such as in the case of <clears throat> Roxanne. But she doesn't need to leave the red uh, leave her red light on. You don't have to turn on the red. But yeah, Roxanne. I mean, Roxanne's a ne'er do well. Well, she's a he, whore. Yeah. But he's basically saying, I'll take you away from this, and she keeps turning on the light. Well, because she likes horns. That's why what does, I mean. Why does he got to be all up in her business? Well, but it's I think it's the same thing as, again, it's the parallel of the religious lady in D.W. Washburn. I'm trying to save you. Obviously, she doesn't want to be saved. That's not what she wants. That's not what she's there to do. Hmm. There are a couple ne'er do well songs that end bad for the ne'er do well. I just want to point out, I don't think Google knows what ne'er do well means. I don't think it, it means what you think it means. Rick Astley's never going to give you up. <laughs> I'm never going to let you go. I'm never going to tell. That's not a ne'er do well song. I mean, unless <laughs> unless what he's unless he's singing it to you while you're at the bottom of a hole. Billy Joel's "We Didn't Start the Fire." That's not a ne'er do well song either. 
It's not no. even about a person. It's about multiple persons. Ooh. But so there's Roxanne. Hold on. Keep going. I'm curious. I don't, it doesn't say the name of the song. David Foster and Olivia Newton. <laughs> well, that okay. Can somebody Google what David Foster and Olivia Newton John did together? The best of me. The best oh. of me. Hmm. Huh. Like... Hold on. I got. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. Keep going. I'm gonna look up the lyrics. Okay. Well, I mean, because there is a song about ne'er do well that causes all these problems. Actually, there's a couple of them, and it doesn't work out for them. That and an example of that is, of course, bad, bad Leroy Brown. I heard he's the baddest cat in the whole darn town. He's better than old King Kong. He's sometimes people have said meaner than a junkyard dog. Which is not the original lyric, by the way. Oh, I you know that? seriously. No, no, please tell me. It was concentration camp dog. Uh-huh. He changed it. He realized that did not come across well. And I was not junkyard so- dog no. is a little bit better. At least that's the story that I've heard. I, I I did not talk to Jim Croce to back that up, but that's what I, I read. Well, let's call his ass up. I don't think he'll answer. Um, Bad Bad Leroy Brown though also has the equivalent of you you, you don't mess around with Slim. Don't mess around with Slim. You don't pull the uh coat uh, the cape off the old uh. You don't pull the, the mask off the old Lone old Ranger. Ranger. You don't step on Superman's cape, and you don't mess around with Slim. That's true. I don't know why. He's awfully slim. So Leroy Brown, though, it doesn't end well, right? Because eventually somebody shows up to town. I swear, I don't remember how Leroy Brown ends. Oh, well, Leroy Brown, uh, he he has a rival effectively show up that says, Mm -hmm. no, I'm tougher than you are. And they fight. And Leroy Brown loses a piece of his ear in the fight. And when, uh, let me quote the song, when he manages to stand up again, he looks like a jigsaw puzzle with a couple pieces gone. Hmm. I that don't so, sound like a good day. Yeah, so I mean that's a ne'er do well that pays for his actions, but his ne'er do welling is actually negative. It, it, he's he's not like these good ne'er do wells that just want to be left alone, that don't want to be saved. The good ne'er do wells. I think there are good ne'er do wells, at least in no, the context of like, these messages. I, I just like. We need to write a short story collection called "The Good Ne'er Do Wells," mm-hmm. um, and nobody will publish it. But we can write it, and we can look at the paper occasionally and be like, "Yep, yeah, somebody it. can do something with that." And then we'll walk around going, "Have you read my manifesto?" <laughs> yeah, I have a manuscript in development. But there's also another one that Joe did or Joe Chad. Did you find any lyrics of note? Oh, uh, yeah, I did. I, is um, it a Ne'er Do Well song, Chad? Oh, not even close. Uh, alone between the sheets only brings exas. Oh wait, no, that's that's overkill. <laughs> <laughs> it was overkill, but I I could stand to hear. Some I more. could stand to hear some more about you alone <laughs> betwixt these sheets. Sorry, uh, you were my one more chance. I never thought I'd find you were the one romance I always known in my mind. No one will ever touch me more, and I will re- want that in return. I might have saved the best of me for you. Oh, okay. not a near to well song. I don't even know which song that is. I've never heard of it. You know, but there's one more ne'er do well though that is a very tragic ne'er do well song that came to mind too. Or you see, gentlemen, Billy Joel McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. He did. And if you're not familiar with that song by Bobby Gentry, she's singing a song about 
she is the protagonist as well. It's, she finds out over dinner that Billy, uh, yeah, Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge, and mm-hmm. you slowly get some clues that they were somehow linked together, mm-hmm. but you never get the full story, which actually made the song that much more popular. Hmm. Went, I think it went to number one uh, for quite some time. And it also inspired a movie. We could do an entire episode about songs that later on inspired movies. Starring Robbie Benson. Yep. Am because I wrong? I don't think so. Think that I'm sounds right. right. I think I'm right. Yeah. I'm not going to bother to look it up. I'm no, just... don't, don't. It'll just spoil the surprise. There's just no reason. But yeah, so Billy Joe McAllister is referred to throughout the song by her family as being absolutely useless. He never was uh, worth a lick anyhow. You know, he played pranks on people. And then, you know, the mother eventually says, still, shame to hear that he died off, jumping off of that bridge. So, yeah. I don't, you know, you kind of already burned through a couple of mine. I don't really have. No, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, but feel free to. I mean, because. Well, no, I. I once that I thought about. I don't know if this. I don't know if this qualifies as a ne'er do well song, but I looked. But the night the lights went out in Georgia. Mm-hmm. That yeah. well, that's the cheat. Oh my God! You know, I can't hear that without thinking about the whole thing in Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> Where there was, I didn't know the cheating. Blah blah blah. It's the one that killed the. Well, it says it in the song. I know, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not doing Tarantino. Joking. No. Uh, but no, I mean, it's about Andy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy, who he doesn't have a lot of friends. He's hanging out at a bar. He finds out his wife's cheating on him. And he goes and finds, you know, uh, the the room covered in blood. And he ends yeah. up getting hanged for it, convicted of murder. I mean, I don't listen to I guess it's not really a near do well. Well, I but... mean, he's he's hanging out at a bar, with, which it gives opportunity for his wife to cheat on him. But also, why is he at a bar? Yeah, I mean, not saying that everybody that goes to bars are near do wells. I just support prohibition. But he didn't have friends, <laughs> so he could have just been a drunk. It's not, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and so I would say there's an interpretation to be made there. Hmm. There's also though, so we're, we've kind of got a hierarchy of musical ne'er do wells, because we've talked about these are good ne'er do wells that just want to be left alone. We've got a couple tragic ne'er do wells. There's also though the bad ne'er do wells. I think one of the best bad ne'er do wells would be from Jimi Hendrix. Joe. Joe, where are you going, Joe? With that gun in your hand. Well, you know what, James? I had seven pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Now that going, number keeps changing. I know, I know. I think it was seven or eight. He's so 122. I was wondering, I'm more polyp man than now than man. You know where I'm going with that gun in my hand? I'm going down to shoot my old lady. You know, I caught her messing around with another man, and that ain't too cool. Yep. Actually, I mean, that's... as much as I love Hendrix, and God knows I love Hendrix, that's not my uh, favorite Hendrix song. And you know no, what my favorite Hendrix song is? Know. Now, what's your favorite Hendrix song? Uh, Castles Made of Sand. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Castles Made one. of Sand, Fade yeah. Into the Sea, eventually. Yeah, but, and so there's an entire, there's a subgenre of, sorry. Yeah, there's a subgenre of terrible ne'er-do-wells that are dangerous. Johnny Cash did a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Early one morning, while making the rounds, I took a shot of cocaine, and I shot my woman down. 
Yeah. I shot her down because she made me slow. She said I was her daddy, but she had five mo. Hmm. Well, I mean, he didn't need the cocaine to do that. Having her, having her five other lovers. No, he, but he wouldn't no be a ne'er do well if he didn't also do that cocaine. That's that's the tipping point. Yeah, the tipping point or the murder. The cocaine or the murder is the tipping point. I'll be honest. One's more justifiable in court. Seriously, if you think about it, you yeah. know, oh man, I found out she's cheating on me with five other guys. Temporary insanity. You might, you might, might get some leniency. Hmm. Second, they hear, oh, he's doing cocaine. Hang him. Yeah, I mean, I, I say that half jokingly, but there's there's a tipping point there. The the cocaine in the eyes of the law normally would make him that much worse of an heir to will. Well, and also, so I thought while we're doing this, I wanted to take a moment and look up just ne'er do well characters. And when you do that, what it basically does, Chad's right. Google hates ne'er do wells because it basically keeps busting you over the head with nineteen thirty twenty three novel ne'er do well, the ne'er do well. You know, there, there's a good and also when you look up songs, he had a better. You got more out of it than I did. There's a song called Ne'er Do Well, and there's a band called Ne'er Do Well. There's not really. They didn't even list Reuben James or the Ballad of Curtis Love. I actually googled uh, character uh, Ne'er Do Well characters and songs, or songs about Ne'er Do Well characters, and yeah, eventually I found David Foster and <laughs> John's the best of me. <laughs> In movies, hmm, like there's a 1923 movie, The Ne'er Do Well. Well, and, and nobody knows this show as we learned when we tried to launch a sketch thing at the end of every episode. But Otis from mm -hmm. the Andy Griffith well. show is a Ne'er Do Well. That's he's absolutely. drunk all the time. That's he a never good does anything. He just but he sure is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, you know, Andy Griffith Show has has actually a couple examples of ne'er do wells. You've got Otis, but then you have um, what's his name that's throwing rocks all the time. Otis. Oh, it, no, his entire family. Mm -hmm. Charlene. It, no. What is his name on the show? Ernest T. Bass. Ernest T. Bass. Ernest T. Bass is an heir to will. He's like, more. What the fuck are you talking about? For some odd reason, I thought we were already talking about Ernest T. Bass. Of course, no. he's Ernest an heir to will. Yeah, but I mean, he sure is interesting. He's he's he, but he he shows that hierarchy of ne'er do well. Otis is the leave me alone and just let me drink ne'er do well. Yeah. The, played, the the low maintenance played by the great character actor and comedian Howard Morris, who also was a writer and a director. And directed quite a bit of the Andy Griffith show. I'm you know, done. I, but I think again, there's there's great examples of heroic ne'er do wells from television and later movies because mm -hmm. I think you have to argue that you know them Duke boys are ne'er do wells. They are, but they're awful heroic. So is Uncle Jesse. They're all ne'er do wells. Yeah, right. The whole yeah. fan damn Well, hell, the bandit. The ne'er do well. You besmirch the bandit here. <laughs> now he was a ne'er do well, but he's a fun ne'er do well. I'd he's watch. Not it. even a ne'er do well. He is the king of the road. King of <laughs> no, the that's Roger road. Miller. Actually, that's an example. That's a good one, Joe. That you unintentionally. Unintentionally, I know. I was trying to think of something other than that. You king leave Bo Darvel alone. <laughs> God, Bo's my Bo name. Darvel. Nobody knows that the bandit's name is Bo Darvel. I know. Uh, the first years, person who ever taught me that was James Thomas. Yep, for years that was my my fake name I used on Fantasy Sport was Bo Darvel, and nobody knew what I was talking That's about. That's actually, so if you go back and watch Smokey and the Bandit, 
the bandit's real name in the movie is Bo Darville. Yep. Bo's my real name. Yep, Bo Darville. I used it for my for all my anytime I wanted to put a fake name down, it was Bo Darville. Because Sally Field has the line "Bandit." Is that your name or your occupation? Yep, that's my handle. Bo's my real name. Yep, Bo Darville. So if you ever hear somebody complain about Bo Darville, there's a chance I was nearby and signed a fake name. Yep. I don't I don't do that often, but um I think yeah. you should do it yeah. more often. But yeah, so I was just saying, but like I said, there's almost a sub subgenre and you could think of a thousand more. And if by the way, if you're listening to this and think, well, they didn't mention my favorite song, Paste Pot Pete. That's not a song, it's a it's a character from Marvel Comics. But um not to be confused with Condiment Man, who's in DC. Well, I think we've beaten Air to Well to Death. Before we finish the episode, what else do we want to talk about? What else do we have going on? Well, not everybody at once. Oh, by the no. way, see, Chad told me it was good, but season two of Reacher is just as good, if not better, than the first season. Yeah, did I lie? I never said I that. I just it. said you said it was good, but it's just as good, if not better. I was telling you right. Okay, sorry. I thought you said I didn't say. I was like, I thought it was. You I thought it was, it was good, and I've been. And it's. I mean, I, I love it. Through four or five episodes, quick. Yeah, I did too. I would. Yeah. Well, I was watching them. I wish I would have waited so I could have just marathoned it. But yeah, it's killing me because I watched every week. And it just kept ending on a cliffhanger. I'm like, son of a bitch. It's done though, right? Just like, yeah, it's done. Just like Night Country. I'm doing that with the uh, True Detective Night Country. And I wish I would just I let it build up. I need Yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting until it's done. But oh, the so far, line. damn, it's so good. I, and he's fantastic as Reacher. That may very well be one of the best casting choices of all time. Agreed. How And he doesn't even do anything. He just is Reacher. Yeah. Uh, so what I want to say, though, the best line is one of the characters, James, if you watched it, I, I'm going to no. give away one joke. That's fine. I, I'm one of the characters is using a, a, a numb de plume, right, of Sarah Connor. And when one of the big bad guys is played by Robert Patrick, and he's like, well, that's blah, blah, blah. And he goes, well, who's Sarah Connor? I don't give a fuck who Sarah Connor is. <laughs> I started laughing, and I don't think anybody around me got the joke. By the way, can we just give Robert Patrick an award for something? Because between Peacemaker and evidently Reacher. Well, he's okay in Reacher. He's just the big bad. He's one well, of the Well, no, but bad. I mean, I, just the fact, like, honestly, when they did the opening credits for Reacher and he came out and did his version of that dance, I was like, man, you Robert Patrick. the opening is... credits of not Reacher. Uh, I'm sorry, Reacher. Peacemaker. Not, uh, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Now, he's much better in Peacemaker. He gets to act a lot more. Yeah, yeah. He's very one note in Reacher. Can I, by the way, another narrative, well, not from a song. What but, lie um, is James living, Chad? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Please tell us. Uh, the, the uh, Not from songs, but there's a narrative, well, that I, I, I've grown to appreciate the more I've watched reruns of a certain show on television. And, and nobody's going to get this because I don't think many people are familiar with this show anymore, which is a shame. Because the more actually I, I started watching it on Tubi or one of those free old show streaming services old Tommy radio angel martin maybe one of the best narrative wells television has ever seen who is angel martin angel martin appears in several and it, the actor that plays him won two emmys for playing him angel martin was a reoccurring character on the rockford files angel okay. martin was his former cellmate and anytime angel 
showed up, as much as Rockford got beat up anyway, it was going to be worse because Angel was going to be running some sort of con and he would tell Rockford just enough to get him to help him and then everything would blow up and Rockford always ended up more or less taking the fall. And but Angel not, always promised it would be different. Guy. Not being the fall guy. I you I have to admit something. I promise, please don't attack me out there in TV land. I don't think I've ever seen a whole episode of the Rockford Files in my life. I love the Rockford hmm. Files because the fact that every episode starts with a new recording on his answering machine. And they're sometimes they're really, really funny. Uh of people saying, like sometimes it's a woman saying, You you're not returning my calls, Rockford. What's going on? But then other times it's like, hey, this is a call to distract you while we repossess your belongings. I mean, so it's always Whatever's going on. But the actor that played him was Stuart Margolin. Yeah. Um, and they did a TV movie, which was Angel's Return or something, not too long before the actor that played him passed away. And I, since, obviously, um, I almost said Jimmy Stewart, but Jimmy Stewart didn't play Rockford. He didn't. Don't even look it up. Jimmy Stewart did not play Rockford. I'm blanking on the guy's name. James? James Garner. There you go. <laughs> James Garner. You're welcome. Think of your secretary and your first name. <laughs> What I'm confused. Okay. Um, I was watching yeah. Settles the other night. Yeah, I know. I, I got the illusion. I just don't know. I don't illusion know. or illusion. Allusion. Allusion. Ah, why were you scared? Um, there's several reasons I'm scared. It's um, yeah. Mm. By the way, oh my also, gosh. No, you all were talking about Google, so I googled ne'er do wells. I kid you not. I can't say how far down I am, but it's on the first page that Google well, according generated. According to Chad, you're me. living a lie, so I don't know how far down you're going on who it is. The 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 Google returned a bunch of narrative wells mentioning the movie narrative well, like you all said, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. But then the first one that doesn't have narrative well at the very top in the title, the top ten greatest Irish TV characters. What systematic racism <laughs> against the Irish is Google practicing? You search narrative wells. Do you mean Irish? <laughs> That's what it basically Our did. Our one Irish listener right now is throwing a bottle of fucking Guinness at us. Thank you so much. I, no, hey, I'm quoting. He's throwing look, bottles I, of I Guinness and potatoes at the screen, screaming, right there. I shall kill them all. It, I shall kill right them all. There. I shall it blow them up like Tommy greatest, Lee Jones I, and blown away. It says, <laughs> which is, we all know. The best, Irish, the best accent ever, Irish, Irish character ever, and the accent yeah. is flawless. We don't have such wonderful things in Dublin. Flawless. So anyway, uh, yeah, but oh, you know, actually, sorry, it popped up on my screen. Eddie Munson from Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, he's a nerdy one. There's a good one. That's a, a mo mo that's a modern one you people may have heard of. Just you don't Boy. want to say Andy Griffith Show or Rockford Files. Yeah, I know. Where have they been? But uh, that's one that was really popular. I mean, he was quite hot for a second, but I haven't. He was on the convention circuit, too, but I haven't heard jack shit since last summer. Have you all? Mm -mm. I mean, well, the problem is, though, there was also those strikes, right? Yeah. So. I guess. I mean, that's going to affect your ability to get jobs, to do other things, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. Alec Baldwin's doing conventions now. Uh, but he's also going back to court. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I was trying to be positive. Uh, I'm, so I, was I, Kevin Spacey, by the way. Oh, is he going back to court again? No, Kevin Spacey is doing Mad Monster Con in North Carolina. Well, he is a First monster. convention appearance ever. He and, is a monster. See what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did there. I was going back and forth if Jared booked him, how I'd feel about it. I guess I'd probably go ahead and do the interview. Well, in all fairness, I guess he was technically found... Not guilty in several courts. Not guilty. Uh, I don't think we're going to see a... And why am I blanking on the actor's name that plays on Star Trek Discovery? But I don't think they'll both be at the same convention. No. No, they wouldn't do that, would they? Would they? I I, I, I would imagine not. You guys are getting quiet on me. No, I just... I, I would hope they wouldn't do that. I like... Uh, I like Kevin Spacey from Discovery. No, Kevin Spacey. I mean, Kevin Spacey. Are you pro Spacey? No, I think the problem with it is, and what makes me is that really the lie you're living that Chad keeps no. mentioning. No, I think what really makes me mad. Speaking of narrative wells, maybe we should actually talk about real ones. Kevin Spacey. It makes me wonder. Seventy years ago, with Kevin Spacey, would it have even been mentioned? No. Ever went, I think about Errol Flynn. No, never would have been mentioned. Errol Flynn, Fatty Arbuckle. Now, Fatty Arbuckle was found innocent, and later on they said they 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 made it up. But these were people that had multiple allegations against him. I think Errol Flynn had three to four rape allegations against him. Yeah, but Errol Flynn got to keep his career. Uh, there was a one Fatty Arbuckle who did not. Chad will be more yeah. than happy to educate you about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And pretty sure Errol Flynn was guilty. <laughs> oh, dude. Dude, he admitted to Wicked, it. wicked yeah. ways. I love, if you want an entertaining book about Hollywood, past, present, future, I don't care. It's hard to top my wicked, wicked ways. Now, if you buy the newer version of it, a film historian basically said by the time he got around writing that book, he may have even made himself sound worse because he was just, so, he, he had gotten to the point where he had a lot of anger toward his own past. But that book is, parts of it are fall down funny, but he was, by his own admission, I mean, he titled his book, My Wicked Wicked Ways. Mm -hmm. He was not, he was not going to be the person meeting you on a street corner trying to save you and trying to get you, you know, to give up the drugs and the alcohol. Right. He went a different way. And he also talks in the book about having to get funding for his later films from, uh, I don't know, can't remember if it was Japan, maybe, but he 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 uh, he he uses some uh, harsh language because he says, "See, what is it? The sons of the red sun funded me for a while. Later, I'll call them the sons of something else, oh. something like that." I'm off a little bit, but yeah, yeah. His book is it's it's. I mean, it's 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 compelling to read it. All right, let's start there to wrap up. Anything else we need to talk about? Why aren't there more words like ne'er do well, Joe? Because people fucking hate speaking the the well, I guess it's the kings. Yeah. <laughs> I they just do. They I just I walk around campus. Yeah, well, I think but the, you know, it's a unique combined word because of course it's never do well. Yeah. Except when it's applied to a person and it's a it's a it's a title, it's mm -hmm. ne'er do well. Yeah. Such a fun word. It is a fun word. We don't drop other words 
to make fun of people. Like, I, I couldn't, if I was trying to refer to Chad as potentially brain damaged, I couldn't just be like, he's brain damaged. I couldn't just drop a D and everybody be okay with it. No, probably not. I'm going to bring Dick Nut back. <laughs> Never left us. <laughs> it was, Chad, it was always with us here in the human heart. <laughs> Dick nut, dick nut. <laughs> what exactly is a dick nut? You're a dick nut. It's a it's a generic <laughs> zag nut. Mm. Do they taste the same? I haven't had zag nut in years. I'd eat oh, one right now though if I had one. I would eat one right now. Too. Isn't there coconut on a zag nut? Yeah, but I mean, you yeah. could still try it. Pass. <laughs> you never pass. I, on I don't anything. want you to have one. I don't need the competition. And especially if it's called a dick nut, you're not passing. If it has coconut on it, I am. No, uh. It's, it's not really. Is it? I guess it is coconut. Shit, I haven't had one. Let's all go. Somebody come pick my ass up and take me to get a zag nut. It's a hell of a drive for me, but I'll give it a go. I mean, you ain't got nothing else going on. I got a bunch of meetings, but I'll, I mean, give me a little bit. I'll be there. I'll get there. I mean, you ain't got nothing else going on. Man, there's a bunch of candy bars I haven't had in a while. I ain't seen a zero bar in a while. I know they no. still make them. I see them every blue moon. Uh, uh, the, them Chico sticks. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm not for the sure. great taste of a Charleston chew. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, just let's keep going. Just no, I, I'm just thinking chew. about candy bars I haven't had in a while. Right, well, let's all them. go to the Cracker Fuck Barrel and see what they've <laughs> yeah. got, and yeah. that's where we'll get them. Because yeah. they have all these things. Who wants to go get a Goo Goo Cluster? Oh, man. I ain't had one of them. They're actually, I actually kind of like Goo Goo Clusters. I man, never had I one until a few years ago. I, I brought down some of those Blue Monday made in Kentucky chocolate. A Blue Waffle? Uh, no, Blue Monday. They're made, uh, I guess, uh, uh, Ruth Evans or uh, that's that not Ruth that's Hunt. Not, Hunt, Ruth Hunt. Ruth Ann, Ruth Ann Evans. We worked with Ruth Ann. No, Ruthann, we worked with it more. Ruthann Evans was, has done our show before and, and probably will do it again. She's up to seven books out now, by the way. Um, mm. That's a plug. Check out her books. Um, but anyway, that being said, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the fuck are you even going? Dude, I don't know anymore. Sentence. I literally am exhausted. And I am all, we're, we're tired. We're sorry. Next next couple, we are actually scheduling guests. We will have a topic. We will have more next week. We appreciate Thank you so much for tuning in. Chad, you got anything to say? Because you didn't say jack shit for an hour and a half. You remember, Chad, you remember, Chad's you remember big, Admiral you know Stockdale when you didn't say nothing there for 45 minutes? That was genius. That was genius. <laughs> and that, that part where you acted like your micro, your headphones weren't working and you couldn't hear us, yeah. didn't have them on. Oh, yeah. That, that that sent a message. That let people know you're thinking. You don't have time to worry about technology. You're thinking up here. Up here is what you're thinking. Or that time that you just started writing out things, uh, and this is, for the most part, an audio cast. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Well, they'd never see it. Or when yeah. you, remember that time when your wife was in the other room and you was messaging you saying, don't say anything, my wife will hear it. <laughs> she yeah. knows that I now, love my angry gay lovers. And now, now that part, went southern for some odd reason. I say, I say, Chad loves an angry gay lover. And that part where you knew that it, we'd only have some of this in audio, but you came out dressed as uh, the demon from Kiss. That that was classy. Was I awesome. like that. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. Huh. You know what Chad is? <laughs> a ne'er do well. A fuck nut.
No, no. Nope, nope. What was it called again? A dick, dick nut. nut. How would that work? I don't know. It's best not to think about it. But I can't it's, stop now. It's just enough to where it hurts. It it hurts, but then people go, "What the fuck did that mean?" He can't stop thinking about it now. It compels him. They get pissed it don't off. Make no sense. But they it get pissed off me. at first, and then as they leave, they get a migraine trying to think of what the hell it meant. It's a perfect insult. Much like if it wasn't for that stupid horse, I wouldn't have wasted that year at college. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Oh my God. There is there is a teacher at my kids' swim class, and uh, they have a monitor that gives info about them, and they say uh, something interesting about them. It just says, I took my horse to college. <laughs> I laugh every time it comes on the monitor. I took my horse to college. Now, in all fairness, sir, if you rode the horse, the horse technically took you to college. That's... And by the way, for our listeners, that is an obscure Lewis Black <laughs> stand-up special. Obscure. For most people, it's obscure. For people who without taste. Hold on. I was yeah. just saying, that's what I was going to do. Let me get my, my um, cigarette holder and put it in. Sure, if you have no taste. <laughs> I would I would shit a solid polyp brick <laughs> if you pulled out a cigarette holder. Give it time. Give it, you know what? I was saying about that's an industry that's gone now, and I know we need to wrap up, but you made me think about it. My aunts that smoked because most of them did and, used to have those cigarette holders like the the like little purses that had the clasp at the top and you put and you had to buy the one that would fit your brand of cigarettes if you had the slims if you had the normal and that was an entire industry that's gone now it's like Rolodex those are industries that are gone nobody man I still have my Rolodex I do not in it no one abraham lincoln <laughs> i guess everything is this is my roll of day. yeah this is your roll of day but think about it, i mean that used to be a sign of class in the I rolodex and porn all in the same thing you did that before well i always hated going through your rolodex who's it cammy was, oh my god all the pages stuck together you couldn't find anything all i needed was my rolodex Anyway, all right. Well, thank you so much for taking us back to the old Tommy Rolodex. Jad, did you have something else to say? Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. That six hours there where you didn't say you, anything. It was fantastic. Hold on, let me do a music quote real quick. Do you really think I'm living a lie? Everclear. No, is that Everclear? Everlast? No, it's not Everlast. It's Everclear. Seems like everlasting everclear. love. This will be a time for us to sign off. <laughs> This has been Bonehead. Please release it.